Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to episode number three of Daniel's Cast. I haven't dropped one for at least two days. I don't know how long it's actually been. But I had my sister's birthday and then some mic issues. And I died. Yeah, I died. I'm finally back. It feels good to be back. Um, Today we will start off with all of the news I had missed. Let's begin. The Portland Trailblazers... I, I mean, I had known as soon as the Warriors went up 3-0 that it was over, but I thought that the Blazers would at least pull one back. Well, the Blazers are out-eliminated 4-0 by the Warriors to put the Warriors in their fifth straight finals. This surprises literally no one except for those who hoped against hope in Portland. Um, And I I truly think that the Bucks have a very, very good shot at beating them, but the Bucks. <laughs> Um, the Bucks just lost a game last night to tie it at 2-2, and the real story that came out of that game was Drake, for some reason, just giving the Raptors coach a bit of a massage, but, um, let's talk about Portland for a second. Um, I said they would really need to adjust and, and find a new game plan, and they, you really couldn't have asked for much more in Game 4. Golden State played, like, a real champion team, and they proved they do not need a Kevin Durant, uh, on their team, like, at all. Um, they can get along just fine, and their offense was, it was great, and I mean, the defense from Portland was, was championship level, and the Warriors just uh, are above that, I, they are, they really just looked like the better team, plain and simple, and, and um, and Portland played, I think, their best game of the series, discarding game two, again, big halftime lead, big third quarter lead, that got cut by a 9-0 run, 16-7. to um, The lead went like just like that. I'm sorry if there's some thunderstorming or if you can hear rain pattering in the back. Apparently, there's supposed to be a section of red thunderstorm about to come over us for a second, so it definitely feels good to be indoors here. I have my last day of school tomorrow. Um, but yeah, um, it, it it's it's pretty. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Golden State Warriors have been to five straight finals. And like I was saying, Portland Portland played them close through the series. They had four halftime leads, I believe. And the Warriors are just the best um, best third quarter team in um, the nation. And, and they really know how to play in the face of adversity. Those guys have played everywhere together been together for a long time and even without KD they're just it's just next man up with them somebody always steps up to get the job done um and, and like I said with uh the Blazers they it wasn't just Damian Lillard doing everything they really got the offense involved <laughs> I mean I mean um Seth Curry was playing well everything was clicking for them and, and they scored 69 points in the first half which is it, it, an extraordinary feat for an NBA game, but Golden State just hangs, 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 hangs with them, and then makes their run in the fourth when uh, when nobody was expecting it, and they advance 4-0 to the NBA Finals. Now, I want to uh, I want to talk more about Kansas City sports on here because if I did national sports all the time and didn't talk about my favorite teams and such, I would lose my mind. So let's talk about sporting Kansas City to start. I. I don't think anyone expected this. They started off so well. They win two international matches in the cup. They've really got the city excited. I mean, the city is trying to look past the god-awful Royals. Um, not god-awful. I really shouldn't say that. There's there's reasons for optimism there, but not much. 
But Sporting Kansas City has now not won a match in 11 straight matches. They, they just they, they suffered a tie against the Whitecaps due to a late-minute goal off a broken play that hurts to watch. Um, but it, it's very strange because Sporting, they had the talent this year to go for a, um, to go for a title, and it really just didn't happen. Um, and, and that's really disappointing if you're a Sporting fan. They really thought they were going to do well this year because, and I have to say, I, I was one of them. Look like a talented group. They look like a playoff team, but right now, gosh, they have to figure something out. Like I said, 11 straight matches. 11 straight matches is just, it's not okay in anybody's book. The fans are unhappy, and I think the team is just a bit, a bit, a bit broken up. Uh, I, I don't think the chemistry is full, and I think that's pretty, I, I'm not doing much expert analysis here. I, you know, I, I think that People can tell the team is off chemistry-wise. There's something, and Peter Vermees is an, uh, an experienced coach, an experienced manager, and, and he'll make the changes that need to be made, but at the moment it is just not a pretty sight. Um, on to back to the National for a little bit. Bucks raptors um, Something that I, I really don't think a lot of people saw coming after the Bucks. Just so dominant um, uh, on the road. They, they were 4-0 and on the road before entering the series. And they, after game one, I I thought it was over. Um, I I really did. I thought that series was just packaged up. Giannis looked too good. That inside outside combo just, I it's just it looked unbeatable. And then the Raptors, they they got to work. They said, okay, I, we think these guys are stoppable. And they did it. They did it for two two games. But but how are you gonna beat the Bucks at home? The six and one at home Bucks that now have an extra day to prepare for you, how, how do you do that? I, you you shut down Giannis. You really did. I don't care about the 24 rebounds in Game 3 or 24-23. I, I don't care about that. I care about... Uh, I, I care about just shutting him down from the floor. I think he shot, what, 28%? Um, so 23 rebounds are impressive, sure, but... When you're shooting 28% from the floor, I, I think you're pretty shut down. And and so that defense definitely worked. It took away him. They had to go to their other options. Um, and it didn't it didn't work. So game four comes around, and Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry, just, they, they went off. I mean, they were just a better team that night. And they looked like they had the momentum. Um, but I really liked what uh, Bucks center Brooke Lopez said uh, after the game. He said that, quote, we are not worried about being tied two to two. They were supposed to take care of business at home, and they did. Now, give us time to fully prepare for a game, and I think we'll win. I'm fully confident we'll win. We, as a experienced team, treat every game. It does not matter what we did before that game, if it was a win or a loss. It does not matter to us. We just move on and play every game like it's our last. And I think that, oh, you can say, oh, that's such a cliche. I mean, you've, you've heard that before. Oh, we got to prepare for the next game. But I think he's really right. Because if you look at game one in the Boston series, when Boston came in and just wiped the floor with them, they came they came out the next game and they had a really good chance after Boston took a 10-point halftime lead. And they stood a really good chance of just rolling over and years of Milwaukee, very smart trading, smart draft moves, years of that could have gone down the drain. 
but they didn't. They came back out in game two. They destroyed. They won two games on the road, and that series was done. They came back home, and they finished. And so I think he's really right about the way that they treat upcoming games. They don't treat it like, oh, well, now I feel like if they got down 3-0 to the Warriors, they would come back. Um, I'm not saying I would have confidence in them to come back just because you can see how they how they really treat it as next game up next game up they're not thinking ahead um and and that's why i think they'll win this series game five and then i think they'll take a game six and four two and play the warriors who right now um they couldn't be sitting much prettier they've punched their ticket and, and now you know that milwaukee and toronto are both going to have to make one trip two trips and then out to see you three trips they're going to be exhausted and not to mention playing some high adrenaline high pressure games i'm mean, talking about the eastern conference finals here um you know they're going to be so tired and they're going to be exhausted you haven't i mean actually I, I shouldn't say that you've had to play some very difficult games but right now you are in rest mode and you're buying as much time as you can for kd which at the moment is about 11 days Dude will be back and ready for game one of the NBA Finals, which was a little bit unsure if the Bucks were to, um, were going to just wipe through the Raptors, and they haven't. The Raptors haven't rolled over, and, and give them credit for that. We we have not seen that in a playoff series yet this year, except for I guess you could say Houston Golden State. But first round, I mean, these have all been three one um, and three zero leads after the first few games of the series. So. Uh, kudos to the Raptors for making it a really entertaining series, a uh, series that I'll definitely look forward to watching. Um, I want to ask right now, as I near the 10-minute mark here, if I were to um, if I were to take this microphone and kind of set myself up watching a live event, like uh, I, I say Game 5, just um, there's got to be some way you guys can comment on whatever, on whatever uh, uh, platform you guys are streaming it. Um, is there something like a game that you would want me to full-on broadcast because um that's my dream job is being a sports commentator so um i have a mic now i've got ways to post it obviously um and that's something i really want to try so i just set my mic up and i do like a radio play-by-play of it is that something you guys would want to see here um yeah, just just let me know because that's definitely something I think I'd be able to do pretty easily. Um, yeah, all right, moving on. Kansas City Chiefs. We have had a pretty good offseason here in Chiefs Kingdom. Currently the team I'm most focused on. The Chiefs have traded for the Honey Badger. They've traded for Frank Clark, and they've really beefed up the defense. Now, the Chiefs have, in my opinion about they have the chances that they get carried to the playoffs on the back of their defense is about the chance of Sporting Kansas City ever winning a match but the fact that um they've made so many strides it it shows that we're really we knew last year we knew we needed defensive upgrades and we didn't get them we had time midseason we said Wow, great! This offense is really popping. We're five and I mean we're six and one. Trade deadline's coming up. Let's get let's get a defensive player. Let's make a run at this ship. 
Oh, well, we didn't get anybody, but look, Patrick Mahomes can really throw the football, so so we're fine. And, and that worked. It did work. Um, and, and our defense played well against the Colts. Or was that the muddy? Yeah, it was the muddy field. And then we go up against the Patriots, and we say, well, we know our defense is bad. We know that. But if Patrick Mahomes can just get some magic, and they, like, for the first half ever, they have a bad one. Our defense doesn't play insanely well, but they give up 21 points. And after our offense makes try, tries to make one of the all-time great comebacks, and obviously we didn't, but after that happens, the defense just... Give Tony Romo calling out your plays in the booth, guys. Just Edelman running slant after slant after slant. Oh, that game still hurts to think about. Um, But... But it the chief it like you just go to the Chiefs owners and you're like why would we not get defense? We had it all. We had a perfect Super Bowl run going. Well, this year we went out. We got some defense, and I know you can say oh the offense is going to be a bit discombobulated here. Well, with what it looks like, we will not have Tyree Kill. I mean, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. But um, the Chiefs drafted two wide receivers this year. And uh, this is an ownership that it it's doing what it did not last year, and it's facing the problem. And that's huge. Huge. So, great adjustments for the Chiefs this offseason. Very, very excited for August 10th when the preseason gets rolling. And I will definitely have podcasts uh, uploaded on Mondays, recapping the game, recapping all that, because I know that um, a lot of my listeners are probably from... Kansas City, and if not, if not, I will definitely keep you guys posted on national sports and stuff. Yes, indeed. All right, moving on to KU. Boy, they need to sign some people. It seems like in the news, I mean, you've these people that oh, KU is. I mean, he's visited us. Oh wow, we might really have a shot. And they go to uh, they go to another program. Did sign a four star player, but I'm I'm not I'm not loving it. I. Um, it, it, there there looks to be scary times ahead for KU basketball. They they just don't seem to be having that flow. Bill Self, I mean, he could whenever he wanted. Whenever things go south, the Spurs, uh, uh, he's sitting on the Spurs right now. So um, it'll definitely be interesting. I will definitely definitely be interesting to see if they can really turn it around. Or as soon as we lose the streak. And some of the fans get negative. Just, just where does it go? I mean, because Devon Dotson, he's not going to get drafted. He's not. Um, uh, and and neither, I, I don't think, as a bouquet will. Um, oh, wait. He's staying for another season. I'm so excited. I, I, I can't wait for him to come back and, um, and, I think, dominate the Big 12. He showed so much potential. And uh, don't forget, folks, we were ranked number one in the country um, uh, un- until he, he got injured. And from then on out, well, I mean, I think people know what happened. But um, Azubuke will, I think, be one of the best players in the Big 12, if not the best player in the Big 12. Kansas State had their senior class graduate. I know you guys signed four stars. I, I don't want to hear it. But um, that is that is it for KU. Um Real quick, KU Baseball, they're playing in the Big 12 tournament. They dropped a game 12-8 today. That's okay. I'm not, um, uh, obviously, as the 10 seed, they're not going to get anywhere. But they're focusing next game up. They'll play the loser 
of Tech, Kansas State. Alrighty, let's talk about the Kansas City Royals. What's wrong with the Royals? In my opinion, not much. I don't think there's much. I don't. This is looking exactly like a 2014-2015 situation. If you look at 2010, 2011, those were awful years, but we were doing stuff in our farm system. Right now, our farm system is one of the best. One of the best in the major leagues. That's what it was in 2010, 2011. We were just developing guys like your Eric Hosmer, your, uh, not Alex Gordon, he was already up here, but your Salvador Perez, your Mike Moustakis, your Lorenzo Cain. We were developing those guys and getting them ready for the majors, getting them ready for, uh, like, to be a franchise, um, be franchise people. And they were, and they, they, it worked perfectly. I mean, Dade Moore came here with an agenda, and he, he, he checked all the boxes, in my opinion. I think we're looking at that same thing, because in 2010, 2011, 2012, 20, I mean, 2013 was a pretty good year, but 2012, we had the worst record in the MLB, and in two years, we were in the World Series. It, it's not all about on-field results and, and, and trade deadlines and how oh, we're giving up so much. It's not all about that. It, it, you got to look at the farm system and the development going on down there. Because I really think that that's happening. And Nicky Lopez is hitting 350. I that's great. I I can't wait for him to make it to the majors. And right now our team they're not doing that poorly. We have the worst bullpen in the MLB. If not, I can see us in a playoff hunt right now with our offense. I I mean they just produce Mondesi. What, what those guys are in in their prime right now. And it's frustrating to see the pitching go so poorly. But that is how it is looking right now for the Royals. I think it looks very good. I don't think there's much wrong with them. And I think that will about do it for me. Uh, real quick, Kansas City NFL Draft 2023. I'm really excited for that. That's definitely an event I'm going to want to get tickets to. Women's Soccer 2019 World Cup. I can't wait for that, thanks. Um, I again, like I said, trying to make the episodes a little longer. This one's gonna cap it about 19 minutes. Um, I hope you guys did enjoy. And again, let me know in the comments if you guys want me to do full game type stuff, where I, I'm just announcing like like radio or something. And uh, I will see you guys next time for episode number four.